0: Boeing has begun assembling an Atlas V rocket in anticipation of an historic launch of a new space capsule in 2018. Will you soon be able to hail a space cab? I'm Jonathan Strickland, and this is Tech Stuff Daily. For years, NASA has had to depend heavily upon Russia in order to conduct missions into space. NASA started the Commercial Crew Program in response to that dependence, looking to private companies to fill the agency's needs and remove the necessity to rely upon foreign powers. Boeing was one of the companies selected to participate in this program. Boeing's design is called the CST-100 Starliner, or sometimes the Space Taxi. The CST stands for Crew Space Transportation. Boeing has designed several different configurations of the capsule, including one that could hold up to seven crew members or a combination of crew and cargo. According to Boeing, the craft's design allows it to be reused up to ten times, with a six-month turnaround between trips. The capsule has some cool upgrades to the tech you'd find in historic spacecraft like the Apollo vehicles. Crew interfaces will include touchpad devices and wireless internet. And unlike other capsules, the CST-100 will be able to land on solid ground rather than in the ocean. A combination of a parachute and an airbag system provides the cushioning necessary for land-based returns. The original plan was to have the CST-100 ready for use by 2017. That was the purpose of the Commercial Crew Program, free NASA from dependence upon Russian spacecraft by the end of 2017. As it turns out, designing space vehicles is pretty hard. It requires precise engineering and manufacturing to ensure the safety of crew while giving the best guarantee for mission success. Boeing discovered some design flaws in the Starliner structural elements that delayed the production of the spacecraft by more than a year. Some of the more complicated elements of the design required more time to troubleshoot than engineers originally anticipated. Boeing isn't the only company that has been working on this project. SpaceX, founded by Elon Musk, has also been hard at work. SpaceX has already developed the Falcon 9 rocket, a two-stage launch vehicle that has already delivered cargo to the International Space Station. The first stage of the Falcon 9 is reusable. SpaceX has demonstrated this by landing a first-stage Falcon 9 rocket on special platforms. Reusing rockets creates significant cost savings. But SpaceX is also running a little behind on its Dragon 2 capsule, which is the one the company hopes will deliver astronauts to locations like the International Space Station in the future. We may have to wait until 2019 or later to see people flown into space aboard a private spacecraft. The private space industry has created some interesting challenges. For example, one potentially lucrative aspect is asteroid mining. With the right technology, it would be far more efficient and economical to mine resources in space rather than to send them up via rocket from Earth. Asteroid mining craft might be able to get precious minerals that can serve as raw material for space-based construction. But until recently, there was a bit of a sticky issue. Who would own the minerals? In 2015, United States President Barack Obama signed the Space Act of 2015 into law. The act, among other things, grants companies the rights to whatever minerals they might mine on asteroids or other celestial bodies. This appears to be a direct contradiction to the Space Treaty of 1967, in which countries around the world agreed that it would be illegal to sell space-based minerals for profit. Some legal experts argue that these considerations apply only to government agencies, not to private companies. In other words, the United States has no legal authority to lay claim to a particular asteroid. But Boeing or SpaceX, or some company that doesn't even exist yet, might not have such a restriction. Asteroid mining and trips to the space station are just the tip of the celestial iceberg when it comes to private space travel. Some companies are already competing to become the number one name in space tourism. The strategies range from taking high-altitude parabolic flights to simulate microgravity to actual short trips up into space, but not quite low-Earth orbit. Then there are the plans for Mars. Several entrepreneurs, Elon Musk included, have expressed interest in setting a course for the Red Planet. But Mars is a particularly tricky destination. It would take months of travel to get there, and once you touch down, it would be pretty tricky getting back. Then there's the cosmic radiation you'd encounter both along the way and on the surface of Mars. Plus, I forgot to mention this, pretty much everything on Mars is trying to kill you. But it might be cool to visit it one day. We're still in the early stages of the private space industry. Within a decade or two, who knows where we might end up. To learn more about space tech and companies like Boeing or SpaceX, subscribe to the Tech Stuff podcast. On that show, I take my time exploring subjects with my listeners and learning what makes them work. That's all for today. I'll see you again soon. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. dot com today.